Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, welcome to another episode of the King Rodona Show on Believe Network and the Draft Network, presented by Sports Grill. Also presented by Josh Premium Meats, the best steaks in any kind of meats in town. Hey man, can't wait to get back to Miami and get some. I've been craving some Wagyu steaks, man. It's been a minute, bro. I need a ribeye. <laughs> right? Hey, but man, since the last time we met, what was that, about a little over a week ago? Yeah, like a week and a half, two weeks ago. A lot of news. Let's jump right into the, the championship game, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one thing I want to talk about for sure. Man, there, I wasn't surprised, me personally. No, I wasn't either. That's who I picked one to win it. I think I mean, in the, uh, the SEC championship game, I don't want to say it's a fluke, but it just it wasn't you know what we've seen like what Georgia you know is. Yeah, Georgia was the best team in the country all year, mm-hmm. besides that one week. You know what I mean? So I feel like. The defense played really, really good. And that's what they needed for them to win, you know? Mm-hmm. And, man, they there was a lot of plays being made, too. A lot. I mean, but one thing that, obviously, we have to talk about is, you know, Jameson Williams and, you know, how that, you know, could have affected the game. I wanted to know what you, you know, what you thought about that. Yeah, I mean, you know, for, for Bryce to have Jameson Williams and Mechie all year, two really good receivers, two of the best receivers in the country. And then you go from having both of those guys to losing one, right? Losing Mechie first and then losing both of them in the, you know, the biggest game of his life, the the most important game of his career uh, this far. I, I mean, that had to be – I mean, that, that was huge. But at the same time, I, I mean, you, you got to give credit to, to – uh, to Georgia because they were getting pressure on them all, all night, bro. And that was the difference between the SEC championship game and this game. Yeah. It's the pressure they would get on him. If he's back there sitting comfortable and has, you know, Bama has really good players regardless of who's in there. 84 came in there. He's really good. Like, all those guys have really good tight ends, really good backs. So, you got to get credit to Georgia as well. Yeah, there was really just, I guess, two plays that I felt it really could have made a difference. Um, and those were real, real big plays in the game. I remember uh, it was a red zone, red zone throw. I think it was third and eight. You know what I'm talking about? He threw it to 84. He ran a, I believe it was a corner route. He missed him. Well, man, it, it hit him in the hands. Oh, I, I didn't see that one there. Yeah, yeah, it hit him right in the hands, and he dropped, dropped it. He dropped it. And it would have been a first down. And this is when you know it was an important, important part in the game. Yeah. You know they score right there. They go up. And, I mean, that that right there was a big, big, big loss, and you could see where it affected. And then there was one – it was really towards the end of the game where you could kind of see it. They weren't able to hit, you know, a deep ball or anything like that, and the yeah. route running wasn't, you know, what he was used to. And that's not a knock on the other guys. It's just, you know, they were young. They haven't had the experience. And, obviously, Jameson Williams is one of the best receivers in college football. He so. is the best receiver in college football. Exactly, yeah. I mean – so not having him out there, that was that was big. And it, you know, obviously you don't want to take anything away from Georgia. And obviously they played a great game and stuff. But 
I think it could have been a lot closer at the end. Nah, it, was cool. game, it was a close game all, all game until the last five, six minutes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it would have kept it a little closer, I believe. You can you can argue and say that, you know, if one of those receivers was playing, then Bama might have won that game. You know what I mean? Like, you can make the argument as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And I'm happy Georgia won. Ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I wanted Georgia to win, bro. <laughs> I wanted Georgia to win so bad. Uh, I was glad, and man, we'll save him for the end. But we'll talk about how uh, Brian Robinson played the running back. Man, he yeah. was. I was thinking to myself, man, just keep feeding him. He's a beast, bro. He, he, he's different in the run game and in the pass game. I and mean, he is a beast. He was. He had a really, really great game. And I think if Georgia's defensive line just wasn't so, and the linebackers. If they weren't so, you know, good, he would have had a lot bigger game. But there was times when they were just going and going and going, and they couldn't stop stop Brian. Facts. But that, I mean, I think that was the bit two biggest things was really who could run the ball, and in the second half, it was Georgia that was able to run the ball better. Yeah, James. I mean, James Cook got a really good what sixty yard run or forty yard yeah, run, sixty four yard run. I think it was. And that's really what you know set them up, and I, I, I think, I think that right there was the turning point in the game. Yeah. Even though it was still a very close ball game right there, but you know having that breakaway, you know, run, it it kind of got Georgia, you know, to believe, and that's all it takes. Once you start to believe something, then it just comes true, and after that, Georgia, you know, was starting to light it up. Yeah. And it was really, really big pass to uh, number five with the touchdown pass. Yeah, that was great. Play, that was huge. Yeah, oh, that was big time, big time. But in the second half, obviously, you know, Georgia was able to run the ball a lot better. I liked what they did in the goal line, bringing uh, it was Davis, right, the D tackle. Yeah, yeah, they brought him in, put him at tight end, and then they brought another defensive lineman. I believe it was number eighty-eight uh, to be fullback. Yep. I mean, that's another. That's free, what, 700 pounds or something like that? I think yeah. Davis 360, the other one was 340. Lead blocking for you. Yeah, the linebacker, linebacker trying to fit that, fit that gap. Yeah, I mean, that was a given touchdown. Yeah. People walked in there. But, no, I mean, that's that's really, I think, the difference in the game. Everybody will talk about, you know, that big touchdown pass and things like that. But, yeah. really, it was, you know, the play actions that really set everything up because Georgia was able to run the ball better in the second half than Alabama did. And that's, you know, in my opinion, that's what I saw, you know. Yeah, sure. And it's, all Stetson have to do is not not lose the game. You know exactly. I mean? the but f- I will say this. he made. I think he made three really big plays. That's um, all it takes. The one with the, the touchdown pass, obviously. You know, the, the deep post to set up the first points of the game to, to number one, Pickens. Uh, I think yeah. he had that drive. Man, that, that right there, that throw to Pickens. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was beautiful, man. Dude. Yeah. And then I mean for Pickens to come up with it too, that was a great catch to roll on his back like he yeah. did. That, Bro, Pickens just toward ACL. He's already back playing. He's a freak. I know, he's a freak of nature. Yeah, I, I, we talked about it too. We yeah, talked about Pickens earlier. Uh, but yeah, those those three plays right there were the difference in Georgia. And then Georgia's defense were just they were just lighting it up. I mean, it was just insane. Like after they score those touchdowns, it was just yeah, 
Georgia really started to believe in themselves, and their defense was lights out. Yeah. I don't care who's playing for Bama. I don't care if James Williams got hurt. Like, Bama's still Bama. You know what I'm saying? The whole Bama's 18 points. That's, that's insane. Yeah. And, I mean, like you said earlier, the pressure they were bringing, they were getting in Young's face. And there's a big thing that Young, you know, has done all season. And number 17 from Georgia, uh, he won the buckets this year, I believe. Yeah, best back in the country. Yeah. He was real smart. He did a thing that I noticed, you know, because, you know, me, like I'll, I'll sit down every week and I'll watch film, you know, on different teams and I'll study defenses and stuff. Yeah. Just to study it. And I, when I was watching Georgia, uh, the SEC championship game, I kept seeing Young do it. Me and Clay James, you know Clay, obviously. Yeah. Uh, he will pick out two games on Mondays. We did it every week of the season. I pick a defensive game and he picks an offensive game. And there was a few times where, you know, we ended up watching Alabama's uh, offense because, you know, either I was picking the team that was going against Alabama's offense or he wanted to watch Alabama's offense, you know, performance. Yeah. Young kept doing this thing to where he was rolling out and then he would just stop on a dime. Mm-hmm. And, and he did that to us too. Or yeah. he would, yeah, he would stop on a dime as he's rolling out because, you know, he's got some speed on and he would roll out and just like that, cut up. Yep. And either throw it or, you know, make you run by and he's running it. He was doing that a lot. And 17 yesterday made a big bit. Or was it 41? It was 41. Yeah, it was 41. Yeah. He made a big, big play on it where he stopped on a dime. Yeah. And he, he stopped right with the moves. It, it was in the red zone, right? Yep, it was in the red zone. Yeah. Brought him back. It would have, I think it was second down when it happened and it made it third and long. It was a beautiful, beautiful play. Facts. It was just things like that that just, you know, just Georgia was just playing better. Yeah. It, it was a good game, though. I'm glad we got the rematch. I mean, they're obviously two best teams in the country. I don't care what nobody say. I think it was good we got that rematch for sure. Yeah, we weren't even talking about – we didn't even talk about Will Anderson. Will Anderson played a great game this yeah. year. He might be the best player in the country. I think no, I, I, me, we've talked about, about this plenty of times. I think that 100% Will Anderson should have been in the Heisman uh, finalist this year. Definitely should have been over it, in my opinion, over Hutchinson. I think that's his name. Yeah. From uh, Michigan. I think he should have been over him. Man, his his stats were just so crazy. I mean, it's hard to, you know, compare. Yeah. He could have really had a possibility, you know, a chance of winning. And it's hard for a defense player to, you yeah. know, to even be there. But, I mean, his stats were so insane, so far ahead of everybody else's. I mean, yeah. He, I think he was the best player in the country this year. Ambro only a sophomore. Yeah, well, and I, I think that might be part of the reason why, too, because, I mean, he's a young player and he's a defensive player, maybe. I mean, who knows? But the, the eyes were on Stetson's bet yesterday from the beginning to the end. I mean, he was the story of the whole game. Yeah. I mean, that's all everybody talked about from the very, very – before the game started, that's all everybody on the commentators <clears throat> talking about with Stetson Bennett, and rightfully so. I mean, because really the game was in his hands. They knew Georgia's defense was going to come out and play good, but they just didn't know if Stetson would, you know. Yeah, make enough plays. Yeah, make enough plays for them to win or just not mess up enough. I ain't going to lie, bro. He started off shaky as hell. Oh, man. Man, I was nervous at the beginning. I was nervous watching him. I was starting to feel bad for a little bit, but I'm just thinking, I'm like, man, this kid – He's been through a lot. I know he can just, you know, yeah. he can just calm down. All he needs to do is just calm down. He'll be all right. 
down. He made enough plays to win, bro. That's all you need. He, he really did. And his story, you know, everybody talks about it. It's a great story. Nice. Great, great story. I mean, buried at the bottom, bottom, bottom of the depth chart. Walked on, had to transfer, and then came back and still competed. Still was at the very bottom. Yeah, that's crazy. At the beginning of the year, I don't know if you saw that. I think it was at the beginning of this year or it was the beginning of last year. They told him that he had no chance of being the starter. Wow. No chance. And he ended up playing and ha- started half of the games last year. Yeah. And that was the, the conversation because that's when they brought in Jamie Newman. The one. Then they had the freshman quarterback as well. Juan Mathis, yeah. Yeah, Juan Mathis. And then they also had uh, – Yeah, JT Daniels. Yeah. He's like four deep and you know on the depth chart, and they told him he had no chance to start this year. Yeah. And, 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 and that was his fourth year. That was his senior year. Yeah. Really and that's year. when – what's it called? Jamie ended up saying that he opted out. Yep. Uh, JT Daniels wasn't ready to play yet. Yep, ACL. And then Juwan, I think he started the first game. The or yeah. He started the first game, and then, I mean, I don't think he did that well. I mean, yeah, and so Stetson ended up coming in. Yeah. I'm happy for him, though. I ain't going to lie. I, I, oh, I yeah. think the underdog win, for sure. Yeah, he said this He said this thing. Uh, he said, you know, about betting on yourself. And, you know, me, like, that's, like, something I've always, you know, from, like, my journey, I've always been a big believer on betting on yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what, the odds are saying <clears throat> people don't believe in you. That's just, you know, betting on yourself is the biggest thing. Believing in yourself is the biggest key to anybody's success, no matter what you're doing. And that's – and I mean, that goes for anything. Better yourself and shit, everything you do. And he did, bro. And he said, won a championship. <laughs> that's a crazy story. Yeah, and I mean, great, you know, great game. Historical, historical season by Georgia. One of the best defensive seasons, you know, college football's ever seen. Ever. Mm-hmm. Great team, and I'm happy for him. Me too, bro. <clears throat> Let's talk about Nesta, bro. Nesta, my boy. I I was, you know, I – when he said he was transferring, I didn't like, you know, all the people, you know, saying what they were saying. Because me and you, we both know Nesta. Yes. And they were talking about, you know, because his big thing was always making the crib great. Yeah. That was his, you know, thing. And all these people were like, oh, well, what happened to making crib gray, this and that? Oh, I guess you don't really love the U, all this stuff. But man, that dude, since I've known him the past three years, I don't think there was anybody that really cared about, you know, the University of Miami more, like hated seeing us lose more. Like when, he, when we lost, it didn't matter who we lost to, he took it personal. Yeah. And it, Go ahead. No, I was gonna say. I, I mean, like you said, I think Nesta loved University of Miami more than anybody. I'm talking yeah, coaches, players, people that's been there for 20 years, like anybody, bro. He was the biggest hurricane and took everything personal. Player that we had on our team. And I mean, that's that's just the thing people don't know. I mean, you may see all this outside stuff, but you don't really know who the person is. So when they were started saying all that stuff, you know, I wanted to tweet out or something back at someone, but I was just like, you know what? Let's just come on here and we could easily talk about it just because they don't really know the insides. They don't know Nessa as a person and how much he truly, truly loves the universe. And I mean, he gave it his all. Yeah. And, you know, if the guy, he gave his all to the university and if he wants to, you know, move on and, you know, do something for himself after giving his, you know, four years to the university, 
and you know, so be it. You know, let him do you know what's right for him, and wish him nothing but the best. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I support him one hundred percent. I mean, and I, honestly, I think that's one of the most underrated players we had too. Oh well, you know, I've said it a hundred times. I thought he was our best defensive player last year, yeah. and people don't really they don't study film enough to really, really see like what he does, the havoc he creates. He might not make every play, but you just see him and the things that he does, whether it's running sideline to sideline. I mean, he, there could be a screen on the other side or a ball thrown to a wide receiver in the flats. He's on the other side of the field. He's running full speed and makes a tackle. I mean, they just don't see like his effort every single play. And I remember someone said something, and obviously you can't compare him and uh, like – they're two different styles of play, him and Davis uh, from uh, Georgia. Yeah. But they, some people were trying to compare the two. And if you do look at it statistically, Nesta did have a better season. Like it was, you know, Nesta yeah. had like 15 or 20 more tackles than the other guy. And I think it was a few more TFLs. Like Nesta is a great ball player. And it's crazy how, you know, all of a sudden this person, you know, does what's best for them. And all of a sudden now, oh, is he not a good player? That's how it is, bro. It's not what you've done. It's what you've done lately. You know how they go. Yeah, or what can you do for me? Yeah, what can you do for me? Once you stop doing something for them, it's over with. Baby. It's over. But, but I'm happy for him, bro. I'm, I hope he goes to a good situation where he can show you know, exactly what he can do and have a long career for sure. I think he will. He's a great player. Real great player. But, um, but uh, We did have a few more hirings, though. Yeah, I've seen that. We had uh, a defensive line coach. Today we just got uh, the running back coach from Ole Miss. I think that was a really, really good hire. Who's the running back coach? What's his name? You know? Let me. I just saw it. I didn't. I didn't see that one today. Dang. Just saw it. Running back coach from Ole Miss. I know you got the receiver coach from Oregon. I heard he's really, really good. Kevin Smith. Kevin Kevin Smith. Smith. Kevin Smith is his name. Okay. They had some great backs. So, you know, they had some really good backs. Yeah, of course. I'm excited for the, the, the receiver coach that, they, that y'all hired. I'm yeah, excited. yeah, the receiver coach. Yeah, I'm, 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 up, I'm up here training with, with Anthony Brown right now, quarterback of Oregon. He says nothing great things about him and the strength coach. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm about to ask about that. What did he say about the strength coach? He liked him? He loved him, bro. He said he was, you know, he's a little fired, you know what I mean? But he, he knows what he's talking about. He does, you know, positional based things. So everybody won't be doing the same lip. And uh he um he loved him a lot, ain't a lot. He said he, he was one of the best guys that helped him develop in Oregon. So uh, that's 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 really good to hear. Yeah. Especially Yeah, that's just good to hear. Obviously you know, I don't want to say much, but that's that stuff's good to hear. And I'm glad that, you know, we're bringing someone in that, you know, yeah. Like that that other people have talked great about. Shout out to Coach Freely, though, bro. Coach Freely did a lot for us. When we yeah, there. shout out to Coach Freely. Yeah, sure. bro. And wishing well at Duke. He's, he's yeah, we'll see him. We'll see him in the future. Yeah. Y'all play against him this year, huh? Yeah. That's going to be weird. <laughs> well, also, uh, Coach Ish got hired over there. Oh, yeah. I seen that today. He just got hired as the corners coach, right? Yeah, the corners coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he got hired as the corners coach. He worked for, uh, with Elko back at Texas A&M. So you know, he just, you know, after this staff had basically got let go, that was, you know, his landing spot. 
they're building a good staff over there. We'll see, you know, see how they do. But I'm really curious to see. We really haven't hired anybody on the defensive side of the ball besides the D line coach. And so I think we'll get some hires in this week. Uh, I mean, I think it has to be this week, bro. I mean, I'll go back in a week, right? So I'll go back on Saturday. Yeah, I think it has to be coming pretty soon. I wouldn't be surprised if he hires, you know, three to four more coaches by Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, you know, me, I'm, I'm a big, big guy when it comes to schemes and film and playbooks. I just want to know who the DC is because I want to, you know, I want to get in the playbook and get in the film room already, you know, start studying. Cause I mean, that that's the biggest part of the game right there. So not knowing right now, kind of eh, like, you know, yeah, just gets me like ah, like I want to know already. You know, one of those things. <laughs> you anxious for it, bro? You yeah, really I'm anxious. I just want to know already because you know I want to dive in. That's just like, you know the type of person I am. Like I want to know the playbook better than most of you know. Yep. You know, one of those things. And that's how it should be. Exactly. So I'm excited, and you know I'm anxious, really, really anxious to find out who it is. There's a lot of different names circling around. A lot of good DCs. I, I saw, <laughs> I saw something with Doug Belk. That was the DC. That's my dog right there, boy. Yeah, that's why I mentioned him. Man, Coach Belk is one of the best coaches I've been around. And he had a, he had a, I think he had a top ten or top five defense at Houston this year. First yeah, really good defense. Really good defense. He's a young coach too, huh? You said what? He's a young coach too. Huh? Young coach. He, he came from that Saban tree. Like he was at Alabama for a while, learned the them. So he kind of runs the same defense Alabama run. Um, and he's – I wouldn't be surprised if he's the head coach within the next three to four years. Wow. Sure. So. That's, that's a nice thing, you know, to hear. Hopefully, we'll just, you know, we'll see what happens with him. But there's also other names like uh, Derek Mason was a name that I heard a lot. Yeah. Uh, that's another really, you know, good coach. He was a head coach, you know, a few years ago at Vanderbilt. He was a great D.C. So, I mean – there's there's other coaches, you know, that I hear some NFL assistants and stuff like that, which I really think Miami is a great – like, if you're an assistant, it's a great, great, great place to come and get a job. Like, you see, because, I mean, you have one or two good years, you're going to get a head coaching job. You Because all the odds are on Miami. So if you have a good defense, a good offense, and you, you know, you're the coordinator, you're going to get a head coaching job within a year or two years. Yeah, exactly. He coached last two years a head coach. So, And he could have been a head coach last year. Yeah, he could have, for sure. Yeah, he really could have been a head coach last year. And, I mean, that's, that's you know, if I'm an assistant, that's definitely somewhere I want to go. Thinking of that, I mean, they haven't even named the offense coordinator yet either. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, but – It'll all come in due time, you know, things like this. You know, want to get things right. I'm going to go back there and say this. I hope they hire Kendall Bros. Yeah, I know that's I know yeah. that's boy right there. Hell, yeah. I hope they hire him. He's a great coach. And I think he's he, he has a perfect offense for what we got, like, scheme-wise, like, player-wise. Mm-hmm. And he'll do numbers. <laughs> he got a good quarterback room. He got good skill positions. O-line basically coming back. Like, he'll do numbers for sure. Yeah. No, uh, I think that's the only that's the only position right on offense. Yep, got, got Mirror Ball and one of best coach. Who's yeah. tight ends? I believe. I mean, I'm not sure, obviously, but I think Fields is. You know, yeah, Fields will stay as tight end. Okay. 
That's what I think. I saw a ranking the other day. Uh, I think it was today I saw they were doing the top 50 uh, tight ends coach. I think he was ranked like number 40. Number 40? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, I mean, obviously he's a great coach. He has good players. He's a really, really he's good recruiter. Really, yeah, I was about to say really, really good recruiter. One of the best in the countries. One of the best, best, best recruiters in the country for sure. No questions asked. No, nah, but uh, yeah, you know he he's a real good guy too. I like him a lot. That's one of my favorite coaches, you know, on the staff from last year. It's my dog. Keeps yep. it all the time. Yep. And well, we got another assistant strength coach as well from Oregon. Seen that. Yeah. So you know, I'll meet you know some of them later this week or. Last, you know, next weekend, I met with uh, Crystal Ball before we left. You know, it was a real good, you know, meeting. He talked well. You know, obviously, we'll never talk about, you know, things that we talk about in the meeting, but it was a real good meeting. Uh, he's very, very, very intelligent, great coach. Uh, really excited to see what he does, you know, for the program and with the program. First week of training uh, for you just happened. Yeah, just got done the first week, one week two right now. It was good, dude. I ain't gonna lie. It's it's different because like, you know, we so used to waking up in the morning, going to breakfast, going to treatment, working out, going to class. You know, maybe coming back watching tech. Like it's just all ball, right? So it's like no class. I don't gotta remember anything, but just getting better. So I'm literally at it from nine thirty, three thirty. That's my day right there. Nine thirty is dope. Rotational work, quarterback work, to speed training, to lunch and film, and then to treatment, then weights. So it's it's good. I'm, I'm liking it. I'm adjusting to Atlanta. It's cold as hell out here. It ain't, it ain't Miami, but I'm adjusting to Atlanta. Um, and I'm, I'm getting ready for the Shrine Bowl. So that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I was going to ask, because obviously I know some trainers, they don't, they don't, I guess – talk about what they do, but obviously are just doing positional work, right? You know, I kind of want to ask, like, not what drills are doing, because I don't know if that's a personal thing to Quincy, because, you know, some trainers, they're very specific. They don't want to talk about that. They don't want their stuff to be out there. But I was just wondering, like, the basics, the very basics of things like y'all are going over. Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing that, that we're doing that, that's kind of different from what we used to, because I mean, I'm training with a bunch of guys that have to go play know, at the Senior Bowl or the Hula Bowl or East West Shrine game. So, and everything's going to be from under the center. <laughs> so we're working on taking, you know, five-step drops, seven-step drops, things that we don't normally do. And realistically, I mean, we, once you get to the league, you probably still be in shotgun 70% of the time, right? But the shotgun comes natural because we, we've been doing it all, our whole life. So we're working on, like, basic footwork, footwork right? Uh, just trying to get that down. And then once we get that down, which I think most of us pretty much got it down now, we kind of accelerate into like throwing routes and, you know, just getting our base and like really fine tune like the details that you don't really get to fine tune like when you're in college and during the season because you got so many other things to worry about. Um, so it's literally five. Co- we have, yeah, we have five coaches for, you know, four quarterbacks. So it's a bunch of eyes on you. Every rep you take, uh, you know, people are telling you to okay, do this, do that, or you did this, that's why the throw is bad. You're not doing this right, you know what I mean. So, I think it's good that you know we're getting you know really good coaching like on the field as far as you know things that we can get better at because we got to get better at it quick. You know we got these bowl games coming up and we all want to do really well. 
I mean, obviously it's a whole other element as far as like in the classroom, like get on the board and you know explain this coverage or explain this play to full details. How's that going? It's going good now. I said that like when we first started, it was just different. Was like, well, are you use how how is that word? You use the same terminology like when you're talking to an NFL scout or something like that. Do you have to talk a common terminology or do you tell them, hey, this is what we use, you know, at Miami? And, you know, just explain to them first and then, you know, go on the board. Yeah, that's the thing. So like, a lot of people think that you got to you know we do like talk to, to their terminology, but they want to they want to know that, you know, your stuff. Right. They want you to explain your offense in full details from what the left tackle is on to Z receiver. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, for example, we go on the board and we'll say, you know, we're doing 11 personnel, doubles right, 60 Oregon. And basically you want to explain everything like they don't know anything. Right, so like doubles is a two by two formation. At Miami, we call it doubles. Right, they go to protection. Sixty protection is a six man protection. The back is has the sandbacker to scan any second level defender. The line is full slide to the left. The right side is the man side. Left side slide side. Right, and then you go to the play. Oregon is our cross concept. In Miami, we call it cross, or we call it Oregon. I mean, you know, it's a pure progression read. You start with the X receiver on the go ball, the tight end, a quick out, the Y on a you know. Uh, Crossing route, understand over Mike route, and Z on the post scroll to the back. And they start read it, and no, they want you to explain everything pretty much. Yeah, I was about to say, I know we talked about this, but when you're talking about the routes, you can't just draw up the route. No, we 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 draw up the route. You need to put the exact yardage it's going to be right, and if they have any adjustments off of it. So, for example, on cross, like if it's two high safeties, the tight end is going to take the middle. They want you to draw that up. Um, it just the main thing they want you to do is just they want to see do you know your own stuff. Okay, if you don't know your own stuff, how are you gonna learn our stuff? Yeah. And our job is to explain it so well that they have no questions. Right. So they can ask you any questions because you explain everything. So Man, that's I don't know, it's just talking about that stuff. I love getting on the board. I love drawing up concepts and like yeah. you know, just going back and forth like on plays, seeing how to beat it, seeing how to cover things like that stuff yeah. something that excites me but seeing like and hearing you talk about it in such a way like yeah. it has to be this detailed it's like man i still have a lot you know a lot to learn about it yep it's not i wouldn't say i wouldn't say it's it's, it's hard but it's just different because you're not used to explaining things in that detail because mm-hmm. it's your school every school you at like we all know what Oregon is we all know where duck is like it's not like i don't got to do any because lastly this is this play because he it's his play. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like if I'm over here talking about like a quarter halves or something, playing yeah. coverage with that, or we're playing man under or something like that. Or Tampa two, the only thing like that I'm like I know how to draw up all that. I know how to you know talk about it and stuff like that. But the only thing I wonder is getting on a board is like how am I going to explain each position? Like I know how to draw it up perfectly each yeah. each thing. But what am I going to say? Like, all right, the safety's, you know, you know, dropping here, but he's looking. Like, do I have to say, all right, well, he's looking here and here. He's working into the, you know, the divide, but he's still keeping his eyes on one or something like that. Like, well, how how they told us to do it? Like, when he's playing defenses, right? So, like, you want to play in quarters. You want to ask yourself in your mind, okay, let's start with the corner. Does he have in quarters? Does he have wrong responsibility? Right. Actually, should be no. And the safety, does he have a run responsibility? The answer should be yes. Because the first job in everybody's defense is to stop the run, right? Yep. If you go to cover two, 
And the first thing we'll ask your mind, does the corner have a run responsibility? That should be yes, because he's a trap corner, right? He yep. set the edge, right? Mm-hmm. And he wants to go by that. So, like, it's not like I'm, I'm in the first day we went to meetings. Um, question was like, can anybody explain cover four to me? And we all said something like, yes, I mean, it's quarters, you know, it's you know, four deep, whatever, two, three under, I don't know, so whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, everybody has a quarter to fill, you know? And he was like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> like, yeah. The safety has one first. His eyes should be on two. If two goes, you know, past ten, he's basically playing locked man on that guy. If he goes under ten, he immediately looks to one. You know, if one receiver goes anything less than five, he like it's just a bunch of different things that we know, but at the same time, we're not used to explaining it. So, and it's pretty cool. Man, I like hearing that. Quincy, Quincy's a real, real smart guy. I, I don't know of any defensive like trend because obviously. You know, quarterback's a whole different position, you know. When you're training for the draft quarterback, you got to train a certain way. It's not the same as, like, if you're playing safety or linebacker. Like, you're – I'm just trying to think. Is there any, like, buddy like Quincy but for defense? Uh, I'm just not really too sure. Quincy's a big, big name, too. Yeah. I mean, Quincy's a big, you know, time trainer, big guy. I mean, sh- <laughs> last night I-, I sent you that video. I saw him on SportsCenter. He was freaking old. <laughs> He's with Quavo and them. I'm like, what? Yeah, boy, he, he be moving, bro. We had worked out. He was like, yeah, I'm going to the game. We was like, what? Oh, y'all going to get on a fight right now. Like, he, he just he be moving. That's why I messaged you. I was like, damn, he had a late night? Like, what? Bro, yes. was in Indy last night. Got back to Atlanta training already. <laughs> yep. Dang. That's how he is, bro. That's cool. Yep. That makes me think. <laughs> Did he hop on the flight with Quavo? Like. Quavo yeah. came from Atlanta that night. Oh, that's no question, bro. Yeah. Oh no. But now that 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 was like real surprising to me. He was with everybody last night. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. I was like, don't he got training in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> well, I swear we had worked out, bro. And he was like, I'm gonna see you tomorrow. We got no, I'm about to catch this flight. He was like, where are you going? He was like, what's the game? He's like, like, what? like, like it was like not even a question. Like, I'm yeah. going to the game. What are y'all talking about? Yeah. That's funny, man. Oh, man, that's funny. Well, I'm glad it's going good for you over there. I'm excited, you know, to keep hearing more and more about it. You know, I text you about every day asking how it's going over there. Yeah. It's pretty. It's, it's a pretty cool process because everybody I'm training with, like I've been training with these guys for years and years, right? So it's, it's pretty cool to see everybody, you know, at this point in their career. Like, it, it's just fun. Like, I wake up every day, like, excited to go to go to work, go learn, go, go get better. So. That's, that's, that's a, you know. The best thing about it right there. Oh, being excited to do your job. You know, you, you hope everybody, you know, firing something like that someday. Yeah. Well, Eric, it was good talking to you. You know, we'll come back again. You know, and this time, you know, next week, I'll already be back in Miami. We would have had our team meeting already and stuff. I would have had probably my first workout. I can't wait to hear about that. Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a good one. Every, hey, I already know I'm going to be sore, man. I've been working out every day. My thighs are sore already. I've been running, hamstrings. I've been stretching a lot. Got to stretch. Yep. But all right, brother. Well, from me, Derek, we thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the King and Ragoni Show. We'll see y'all again next week. See you guys later. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.